0: Welcome to Thrive in Design, a podcast about making money and beautiful interiors as it relates to product-based businesses in the interior design industry. Each week, we'll discuss innovative strategies on how to approach product development and design sales in a shifting market. I'm your host, Nicole lachey Ben. This episode is brought to you by Singular. Unlock the full potential of your interior design projects with Singular, a prestigious online art gallery. With its headquarters nestled in the heart of Paris, the city of love and art. Boasting a diverse community of over 10,000 artists worldwide, SingularT art offers exclusive professional art consultancy services tailored to interior designers. Embark on your interior design journey with SingularT and benefit from an exclusive discount reserved for those in the Thrive in Design community. That's you! Head to singularT.com and use the discount code Thrive design 25. All right, welcome back for another episode of the Thrive and Design podcast. I'm your host, Nicola Shea-Ben. I'm not only the host of this podcast, but I'm also the CEO of my design consultancy, which is also called Thrive and Design. At my company, I help interior product companies increase their brand awareness and revenue by focusing on the designer's experience with your brand. So we do a deep dive into the experience and then we create a strategy for you to better show up And tell your story online and offline with all the major touch points that a designer has with your brand. So we have discussed this on several different episodes. And in this season, we've talked about a lot of different topics. We've talked about AI. We've talked about the history and story behind Thrive and Design, how we got to where we are today. We've also talked about sustainability in the last few episodes from a very unique perspective. We've talked to a landscape architect, we've talked to a waterfront architect, and we've also talked to one of the top interior product companies in this industry and how they are sharing their sustainability story with their clientele and with the industry and really how they are forward thinkers and innovators just within that. So today we are going to continue the theme of storytelling and talk about a few different things. So if you've noticed that even though each episode has been very different this season, whether it's been AI, the thrive and design story, sustainability, or a brand story or an architect story, everything has really tied back to what is the story behind the brand? Why is that story important to the audience that our guests, or even who I am focusing on talking to, So we're going to continue talking about storytelling for the remainder of the season. So I'm super excited because I'll be sharing a lot about storytelling this episode and episodes to come, as well as bringing some amazing guests who I met on the Internet in cyberspace. Actually, most of the people who I meet these days is from the Internet, whether that's professional or otherwise. So I'm super excited to bring in some people to talk about storytelling specifically as it relates to B2B brands as well as interior design brands in our industry. So before we get into the importance of storytelling and what I want to share with you today, I actually want to share with you some misconceptions. Usually when I am meeting people in the interior design industry, I always have my elevator pitch ready and I've recrafted and reworked my elevator pitch on what I do at Thrive Design in many different ways. And also depending on who I'm talking to, I might say different things. If I have like a quick five seconds to tell somebody what I do, I'll say like, oh, I have a marketing and sales strategy company that focuses on interior product brands, depending on who I'm talking to. Or I might go into more depth and say, yeah, I help." interior product brands increase their brand awareness specifications and revenue and when I throw words like specifications in there that's usually I'm talking to somebody in the design industry because only somebody in design will know what a specification is or I might go into more depth with talking about I help interior product companies create a go-to-market strategy and help them tell their brand story on and offline. So depending on who I'm talking to, I have a different story or a different elevator pitch for who I'm sharing my brand with. But no matter if I'm talking to people in the interior design industry or marketing or sales or beauty or other consultants, most of the time, for some reason, it goes over people's heads and they come up with misconceptions. Well, I wouldn't say most of the time, I would say like 30% of the time it goes over, people says, and they come up with misconceptions. And that's why it's so important to get clear on your story. And for me, I've been getting more and more clear on my story and how I share that story about my brand. So I share my story or what I do with people and there's always misconceptions or most of the times there are misconceptions. So after I share my elevator pitch, most of the time people are saying, oh, can you help us post on social media? And I've had many a sales calls or discovery calls where people are like, oh yeah, well, we post to social media or we post to our LinkedIn page or we post to our Instagram page and we're sharing like, you know, our products or we're reposting the manufacturers who we represent. We're reposting their content or some of our reps might be, you know, sharing selfies with designers that they go out with. So, hey, Nicole, can you just like help us post on social media? So they'll always think that I'm there to help them come up with different post ideas to post on social media. Okay. sometimes people will hear what I say and then it comes out as that I'm a recruiter. So they'll say, hey, Nicole, can you like help us recruit people to our team? I don't know how to do that, you guys. Um, Maybe I could find some people to recruit to your team. I'm sure if I really put my mind to it, I could do it, but I'm not a recruiter. Or they'll say, oh, can I just like bounce ideas off of you? Like, and these ideas are usually things that they come up with off the top of their head and they don't really have any research to formulate these ideas. They don't have any strategic insights or any strategic plan. They're just like coming up with stuff that they might've seen on the internet or maybe just dreamt up. And they're like, hey, Nicole, I just want to bounce my ideas with you. So if my story has not been clear, I apologize. It will get clearer. So that you can understand that the answer to all of those questions, if I can help you post on social media, if I can bounce ideas off of me, if I can help you be a recruiter, the answer is no. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to help you, especially if you're an interior product company or really just an interior design focused brand, because I attract people who are not just product companies. I'm going to help you tell your brand story better. And I'm going to help you do that online and offline. So if you heard a few episodes ago when we talked about online and offline, that digital experience or that in-person experience or the blend between the two, I help you with that and I help you with those five touch points that we talked about a few episodes ago, the showroom, the role of the rep, the product presentations, the events and your firm library presence, right? So that could look like revamping your marketing material that could look like redesigning your showroom or your booth that could look like creating a strategy for all of those touch points and then a phased in step-by-step process of what we need to do for all of that, right? So that's how I can help you. But I digress. (laughs) We're going to talk about storytelling today because that's really the meat of what I help you with at Thrive and Design. So no matter which touch point we are focusing on, no matter which pain point we identify within those touch points for designer. The heart of the matter is storytelling. So you're like, okay, why are we focusing on storytelling? What is storytelling? And why is it relevant to my interior product brand? So if you know me, you know that research is very important to me. I went to Savannah College of Art and Design and got my master's of arts in design management, which the name of that degree is actually very confusing because you would think that I'm managing some design project. But really the heart of the matter is that It is focused on understanding design thinking and innovation principles and how you can use those principles to really innovate within your business. And a big part of design thinking is research, research. Nothing is based on coming up with ideas off the top of your head. Everything is based on understanding who your target audience is and their real life pain points in the now. So that all of the solutions you design for them, whether it's a product, a service, a strategy on how you're bringing those things to market is based on real people and their feedback that they have given you. So research is a big thing for me. And I'm saying all that to say that I did some research and some homework for this episode because I didn't want you to come and be like, "Okay, well, if Nicole is refining her storytelling, what could she be talking about? I've cited my sources, you all, and This is going to be a good episode. So I not only read articles, but I read books for this episode. And I want you guys to take note of what I did some research on. I also don't want you guys to be like, okay, well, this is stuff Nicole is saying, but what about somebody else? Who are the other experts? So a lot of times I'll cite information from other experts so that I can have some credibility for what I'm telling you and why this is important. So let's get into this research that I did. For this episode, the first little bit of research that I did for this episode about storytelling was this article that I found on Forbes. Forbes, a great platform that gives tons of information around entrepreneurship and businesses and strategy, right? And one of the articles that I came across was this article called Three Reasons Why Brand Storytelling is the Future of Marketing. So I'm not just saying this, you guys, other people like Forbes writers are saying this. So I'll link the article in the show notes, but I pulled a few notes from this article that was very important and very relevant to interior product companies and or interior design focused brands. So the author starts off by sharing in this article by saying, to survive, businesses need to connect with audiences, pull at their heartstrings and engage with them on a much deeper level than seen before. That's where brand storytelling comes in. So think of storytelling for your brand as a way to engage with your audience on a deeper level. So if you're an interior product company, your audience is typically interior designers and or architects, right? Because those are the people who are decision makers who are finding out about your interior products, then ultimately including them in their specifications, which ultimately the project goes out to bid, the bid is awarded the products are ordered and then actually installed in the space. And so, of course, there are many other people within that process, might be a GC, a purchasing agent, if it's a hospitality project, or an office furniture dealership, an office furniture manufacturer. There might be many people along that journey, but most of the power is in the designer's hands, right? So the story that you tell about your brand is typically focused on that designer and their design process and how you fit within that. So again, think of storytelling as a way for your brand to engage with your audience on a deeper level. And that audience is designers. So the article goes on to share a little bit more information around storytelling. And it says, your story gives your audience reasons to buy your product or service And this should be consistent across all platforms. So, what have I been saying the last few episodes of this podcast? Consistency across platforms, online and offline. Those five main touch points that we talked about that an interior product company has with a designer. So, I'm not just saying this, Forbes is saying this. And it also goes on to say that storytelling is a must have, not a nice to have, because it can maximize your business's visibility profit and impact I'll come across brands that think marketing or brand storytelling is just like oh that's something that we might do or is not that important for us because they'll just be focusing on their reps right of course a lot of interior product companies have sales teams of A&D reps that work directly for their company or they might be working with multi-line reps that represent multiple lines of interior products And they're just focusing on how can I equip this sales team with information, with samples, with marketing materials, and maybe a product presentation and just like give them some incentives to go out there. And what I've heard a lot of people say is pound the pavement. (laughs) That's all they're focused on. And they don't think that the story behind their brand is important, the marketing behind their brand is important, or any strategy within their touch points is important. And I hate to say this, but if you're only focusing on the role of your reps and equipping them with samples, pricing and presentations, you're running at a loss because the power like this Forbes article says is in maximizing your business's visibility, profit and impact through your storytelling. So what does that mean in Thrive and Design terms? So the key words that they said here in the sentence was visibility, profit and impact. So in private design, you would think of visibility as your brand awareness. How many designers are aware of your brand? How have they come in contact with your brand or become aware of your brand? Did they, you know, go to a trade show? Did they stumble across it online? Did they interact with one of your reps, right? Did they see an ad on social media? All of those offline or online touch points. So for Thrive and Design, that visibility is tied to what is your brand awareness? The second keyword that they said in this phrase was profit, because we're not just doing all of these things to just look good online or create a strategy to engage with people. It really comes down to money, or sometimes I like to say with my friends, your coins, right? So for profit, we're always talking about revenue. What is your revenue goal for 2024? and break it down by quarter, break it down by month. How are you hitting those revenue goals? Are you off? Are you in the red? Are you in the black? How can we do or implement different strategies to make sure that you are hitting or exceeding those revenue goals? For me, in my time as a rep, I always exceeded what my revenue goals were, except for the year 2020 when things were just off. But I wasn't too far off because of strategies that I had created and implemented to make sure that I was connecting with my client base on and offline. So again, Thrive and Design, when we're talking about profit, that keyword that Forbes said here, we're talking about your revenue, your revenue goals, and how you're implementing all of these strategies to make sure that you hit these revenue goals. The last keyword that they said there was impact. For me at Thrive and Design, impact equals specifications. Specifications is gold, is money, right, in our world. And even though the designer is not purchasing your product in most cases, unless you are focused on the residential side of the business, and if you are, feel free to reach out and we could talk about that as well. But in terms of specifications on the commercial side of the business, that is where the money resides. So the impact that you're making is getting as many specifications as possible, because at the end of the day, as we all know, specifications might change with the wind and your uh, product might be eliminated from it or another competitor might flip the spec. So the impact that you have is really tied to those specifications. So you also need to have strategy on how you will hold that specification or how you're going to go in and flip a specification from your competitor because you're offering more value or offering a better experience for your, your designer or that designer's client. So Those three things that Forbes just talked about in terms of storytelling to maximize your business's visibility, profit, and impact for the interior product company is related to your brand awareness, your revenue, and your specifications. So as you are telling your brand story and making it relevant to your audience, you really want to prioritize three things that Forbes breaks down for us. And that is one, to be unforgettable, Two, to build a loyal customer base. And I actually talked about this in, I want to say season three of this podcast of how to build a loyal customer base. So check out that episode if you have not already. And the third thing that you need to prioritize in terms of storytelling is to just stand out from the competition so that you can drive profits. So take the basics of those three things that you need to prioritize in terms of your storytelling. So it doesn't stop there. That was some information from that Forbes article that I've read for research. And again, that Forbes article was called Three Reasons Why Brand Storytelling is the Future of Marketing. I also read a book. Well, I shouldn't say I read the book. I read the cliff notes of each chapter of the book. But let me tell you all the cliff notes. They were good. And it was a book called The Art of the Tale. And it was written by Stephen James and Tom Morrissey. And I hope that I am pronouncing the author's name correctly. But this book actually broke down storytelling in an even more amazing way and even gave me inspiration to write my own book someday. But I pulled out a couple of key pointers for what they shared about storytelling and what I want you to remember, in addition to the three points from this Forbes article of being unforgettable, building a loyal customer base and standing out from your competition. And this book really went back to the basics of storytelling, because ultimately, when we communicate, we think in stories. And in addition to that, people are hungry for a deepened human connection. And they also said that stories surround us every day. And when they said this, that stories surround us every day, it made it even more simple from what the Forbes article talked about in terms of the three ways or the three things that you should prioritize in terms of storytelling. Stories are around us every day. Like, What does that mean, for example? I know if you think about your daily commute or your daily journey throughout the day, you are listening to the news or listening to this podcast right now, maybe on your way to work. You are probably scrolling through your stories and scrolling through content on social media at some point throughout the day and learning different information about people who you follow and that information is usually told in a story and that you might end the day reading a book or watching a movie, which is even more stories in front of you. So if you think about the fact that stories are all around us in our everyday, that means storytelling should be a priority for your company. If we're constantly immersed in stories, why aren't you telling your story in all of your brand experiences for a designer. Another thing that this book pointed out is that we usually don't remember things unless it's tied to a story. So think of something right now that's a really good memory for your own life or your own work experience, or maybe even your own experience with a brand, right? You probably have a story tied to that experience. If you don't have a story, it was forgettable. So, forgettable brands don't have a story. Brands that can be remembered have a really good story and it's integrated in the ways that we shared earlier during this episode. Another thing that this book pointed out was just how a story can be on different levels of communication. So, for instance, I'm telling you this story right now, right? Because, and this is a one way conversation, I'm just talking. But sometimes when I interview a guest, it's a two-way conversation because I'm asking them questions, I'm responding to them and vice versa. Think of this in the same way that you are sharing your story and all of those five touch points that we talked about earlier during this episode and other episodes as well. Is your brand sharing your story through a one-way conversation or a two-way conversation? Some brands do things well in terms of conversation and some do not. But the point is that, No matter your style, your story has to be compelling. Your story has to get through all of the noise that we have on cyberspace or even offline or in-person interaction that somebody has with your brand. And your story needs to make sure that it delivers surprise, something that is unanticipated by the audience that you are trying to reach. Because at the end of the day, why should people care? We have these interior products, we have these services, we have these brands that we're representing or standing for or starting. At the end of the day, you really need to be attuned with your audience so that you can convince them to care about your product, to care about your brand, and ultimately use your product on specifications. Okay, let's go back to that mirror company that we actually talked about a few episodes ago. I think it was in episode three where we talked about this imaginary mirror company and we talked to ChatGPT to give us some insights on strategies that we could implement for the showbrew. So let's talk about this mirror company and what exactly their story could be. So I said it was an imaginary mirror company, but in actuality, it was based on a true story. In summer of 2023, I went to a trade show. And of course, when I go to a trade show, I'm usually prospecting to find new clients for Thrive and Design. I'm looking at your booth. I'm trying to figure out what your pain points are, what you need help with, and how I can ultimately help your company thrive in the design industry. So I stumbled across this mirror company whose name I actually don't remember at this time, but essentially they had mirrors that were just laid flat on a table. The mirrors had lighting in it. They probably had different features and the guy was just like sitting at the table behind the mirrors. There was no compelling design going on. There was no compelling story. And ultimately I was just confused of why anybody should care about these mirrors to be brutally honest. And the point is, I'm not gonna go too much into depth about this mirror company, but the point is ultimately they did not have a story. But as I walked away from the booth, Coming from a thriving design lens, not from a designer's experience, I started to think about like, okay, what was the story behind this brand? What do people look like when they look in the mirror? Can the story be told in a lot of different ways, right? Should somebody come to their booth and see themselves in the mirror and experience what their lighting would be like in the size of the mirror? Do the people look more beautiful or colder because of the warmness or coolness of the lighting? What's the story behind this brand? Why are they selling mirrors and why is it important? How are they different from any of the competitors? Because I could go to the next booth and get mirrors, right? If I was a designer. But I started to question all of these things because of course, I'm thinking in a strategy way, but ultimately this brand did not have a clear story. And at this crucial moment in this trade show, right? Not in the showroom, in our other example, but they were not sharing their story correctly. And they also didn't have any touch points to engage with me as soon as I left, right? They didn't have a QR code, they didn't have spec sheets. I easily forgot, right? And I don't even remember the name of the company right now of what was important behind their brand. So ultimately learn from the importance of storytelling, learn from this mirror company and start to think about storytelling, what your brand story is and how you're going to better share that story with your audience to re-engage with them and to ultimately increase your brand awareness, your specifications, and your revenue. So I know we talked about a lot today, but I'm going to give you all some homework. And this is your first homework assignment of season five of this podcast. I know I gave you all some homework in last season as well. But the first thing I want you to do is run your own audit. As I mentioned to you all before, when you are working with me and my team, we always start with an audit of your experience design with all of these major touch points. For your homework, I want you to write down who is your audience that you're focusing on? What is your unique story or stories that you want your audience to know about your interior products? And I just want you to write this down off the top of your head, your unique story. Then I want you to actually conduct this audit and write down out of the main brand touch points. So that is your showroom, your firm library presence, your events, your product presentations, and a role of your reps. How are all of these touch points effectively sharing your brand story on and offline? Just write all that stuff down and you'll start to see if you're effectively communicating your story or not. And no matter the outcome of your audit, I want your next step of your homework assignment to get in contact with me. So again, you can go on LinkedIn and send me a DM on my profile or you can send me an email, hello at NicolaShay.com, And we can start to work through the findings that you have created from your audit and from your storytelling and how it is consistent or inconsistent across platforms and across brand touch points. So go from there and then we'll start talking about how you can increase your brand awareness, specifications and revenue in 2024 and beyond. And from now, I'll just see you in the next episode or I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us this week on Thrive in Design. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Thrive in Design. And for more strategies on how your product company can innovate in the interior design industry, head to training.thriveindesign.co. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to create captivating content. See you next week.